Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Monday, June 13th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, uh, another good day for the Guardians to wrap up their homestand. Uh, 6-3 winners over the Oakland A's. Uh, gave up a few long balls this weekend uh, over the, the course of the last two games of the series. But uh, it, in the end, they come away with uh, taking three out of four against Oakland, uh, taking uh you know, the, the homestand was, was overwhelmingly successful. Uh, just, just sounds like, you know, they, it was exactly sort of the, the, the start that they needed as they head out on the road for a, a grueling nine game series uh, coming up over the next week and a half. Yeah, definitely, Joe, you know, the, the A's are down and uh, the guardians did what you, sh- you should do against, you know, rebuilding teams slash bad teams, I guess, um, you know, took three out of four, and uh, they look good doing it. You know, they they came back that on uh, uh, what Saturday night on that that uh, in the ninth inning, a walk off uh, three two. They were down two nothing. And uh, that really kind of lifted them, I think. And, uh, you know, that kind of spurred them on. Yeah. Uh, over the last 13 games, they've won 10 uh, and a seven game home uh, homestand. They 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 only lost two games. Uh, they were five and two in that uh, that time. Uh, Oakland. You know, you like you said, not really a, a team that you should really have to uh, contend with. They, they they finished the season series six and one against them, uh, and that's really the the first time they've uh, uh, you know looked that good against an Oakland team in a long time. Yeah, Oakland has always given them problems, especially you know at the Oakland Coliseum where they could you know uh, Cleveland has had a tr- tough time winning, but they swept three there earlier in the year and uh you know they come back uh for four here and take three out of four so that's a good recipe for success and like you said joe they're going to need a little bit of a cushion here going out in the road they're playing denver la and uh and the twins yeah it's uh and we'll get into in a little bit here why this this upcoming three weeks uh this the next 22 games or so uh really could determine uh you know what this what the rest of the season is going to look like for the guardians uh, as as we move forward, but but I wanted to talk specifically about Cal Quantrill. We find out that you know with that weird, funky uh, early start time on on Sunday morning, uh, the game was broadcast on Peacock. People were uh, you know freaking out because it wasn't uh, it wasn't where they normally find the the game on TV to to watch it. Uh, 
and 1130 is is just a, a weird start time you start to worry about your pitchers and and their health and all that kind of thing when uh when they and major league baseball starts to change the timing on you uh cal quantra came out and actually in the bullpen warming up before the game he was he was having some intestinal issues uh as was reported uh afterwards yeah i guess uh he said uh he tried to uh, power through his breakfast a little too fast uh and uh you know caught up to him and uh, you know different routine and uh he uh, <laughs> kind of got sick in the bullpen and uh but you know gave up the first inning home run and then kind of just uh you know settled in and, and pitched six six solid innings and i think that's what nine nine consecutive starts going that he's pitched at least six innings um yeah and and his consistency has been remarkable over that stretch uh just the the way he's been able to to give cleveland exactly what they needed and and tito said uh afterwards uh, to, uh before yesterday's start or after yesterday's uh, game that they needed him to go at least three innings in that that game that what he gave them was you know desperately needed because they didn't have more than seven innings uh worth out of their bullpen even if he uh even if he did go short so uh, just uh, pretty clutch. And I, I liked what, uh, what Cal said uh, afterwards. He said, you know, every pitcher, no matter what, gets those butterflies uh, in his stomach uh, for, for every start. Uh, he just wasn't able to keep the, <laughs> wasn't able to keep them in his stomach last uh, yesterday. Yeah. Six innings, four hits, one run, uh, two, two walks, four K's uh, just uh, you know, solid job. And uh, uh, the offense picked them up. Uh, you know, they haven't been scoring a lot of runs for him in police act, but uh, they, they, you know, they, they came through, they, you know, when uh, Oakland took that one run lead in the first, they came right back with, uh, you know, three in the bottom of the first and, you know, it was kind of off to the races from there. Jose Ramirez, uh, once again, he was only one for four, but that, that one was a, a big one. It was a, a double. He had three RBIs in the game. He had a RBI ground out with the bases loaded later on the day, up to 59 RBI in on the season. He's the major league leader still uh, by two over Pete Alonzo of the Mets. Uh, just a, a, he, he stepped up to the plate in the first inning and you, he kind of understood that he was going to get the job done. Uh, there, there was no doubt about it when, uh, when they needed him the most. Yeah, and then he's been like that the whole season, Joe. It just it's been a great run. Fifty nine, I think. What they're they're fifty six games. He's got fifty nine RBIs. At that point, it's uh, tied for the third most in franchise history, and uh, behind Manny Ramirez and Manny, you know, Manny has the, owns the first two spots, and uh, you know that's not bad company if you if you're going to be a you know a run producer. No, you had Ahmed Rosario went three for four, a couple of doubles, a couple of RBIs as well. Uh, Ahmed starting to heat up at the plate, uh, just like we saw him again last year. Uh, he's, what, a 12-game hitting streak at Progressive Field right now. He's uh, he, he's getting the job done. And, and this is a guy who uh, Tito just really likes the way he goes out there and, and performs and, and competes for him. Yeah, and, you know, I thought it was, it was telling uh, – on a Saturday, the game uh, Oakland came back and beat them out of ten to five. There was a one inning where you know, literally, you know, the speed of Ramirez and 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 Rosario just kind of took over the ball game, and uh, you know, <laughs> Oakland was winning four to two to nothing, and uh, you know, just it, it was like they 
uh, Rosario and Ramirez just ran ran the Indians ran Cleveland into a four to two lead. They they score four runs there. They you know they uh, Rosario scores I think from first on, on a throwing error, and Ramirez goes all the way from uh, first to uh, third. He doubles, but really it was kind of a single. And uh, Loriano, the uh, Oakland right fielder, kind of made a bad throw to second base. Uh, Jose kept going and ended up at third base and then scores on contact. And uh, it was just really, really a fun inning to watch. And uh, I know Francona kind of regretted that it went to waste in, in, in the 10 to five loss. Right. Yeah. And it's, it seems like that top, top of the order again is sort of feeding off of each other and sort of keeping the line moving sort of uh, idea that they, they had last year. We saw it. Uh, so often and it, it, it's a formula that works so uh, I gotta believe that they're gonna you know try to stick with it in in that regard uh, yeah and you know straw is starting to come on straw mm-hmm. has been a slow start as has, has, you know after the great April he he's he cooled off in May he's starting to it looks like he's looking he looks like he's starting to get on base again you know mm-hmm. he got on base three times Sunday uh, scored twice you know and, and they really need they they need that they were missing that when he was slumping the uh, the remarkable thing still about Ramirez is you know we talked about yesterday he gets he gets up to the plate with uh, two on and and the first base open and the A's don't walk him uh, later in the game he gets up to the plate with uh, the bases loaded and and less than two outs and you know I'm, I'm thinking to myself this is an opportunity where you could see Jose Ramirez intentionally walked with the bases loaded uh, they don't do it they they pitch to him and he, he grounds out but I think they were they were pitching him in a way where it's like, Hey, you're going to try and uh, you know, if he gets himself out, that's great. If not, then maybe you only give up a run by him uh, uh, you know, walking unintentionally. Uh, the day is coming. I'm telling you right now, the day is coming <laughs> when Jose Ramirez gets intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Barry Bonds move, huh? <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I brought it up to Tito. Tito sort of brushed it aside. He didn't think the idea was, he didn't want to put that idea out there, but I'm I'm speaking it into existence right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you it's it's happening at some point. Uh, well, Joe, I think they did that almost. Uh, the A's did that out in Oakland almost. They kind of an unintentional intentional walk with the bases loaded, if I remember right. And right, and those and, games out there, and that's sort of probably why they did it in the same situation. Uh, you know, this time was try try and see if he'll get himself out, uh, and if not, you're not intentionally walking him, but you're pitching around him to the point where it's pretty obvious that you're not going to throw him a strike. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you know, he's, he's, he's gained that, you know, that's, that's the level he's playing at right now. Well, and it's also the level that, you know, the, the league thinks of the rest of the lineup and they, they've started to make him pay for it, but it's, it, it's going to be a, a process. You've got Owen Miller, you've got Josh Naylor hitting behind him. Uh, and the guy that, you know, I want to at least mention or talk about is Oscar Gonzalez. Uh, and, you know, where where the Guardians think the ceiling is on Oscar Gonzalez right now, uh, he's he what hit, had hits in in I think 13 15, of his first 16 games, 15 games, I should say. Right. Set a franchise record. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing we haven't seen out of him is the uh, the power that he showed in the minors. Uh, I, I got to believe that's coming at some point. But as of right now, he's just collecting hits by the bunches. Yeah, and, and Tito was saying uh, they don't want to mess with his swing right now. You know, they think, you know, if he gets a th- after his first 1,000 at, 1, at bats in the, in the, 
in the big leagues, he'll he'll be able to pick out the pitches he can he can drive out of the ballpark. And we've seen him hit hit some balls like line drives high off that left field wall at home that you know probably are home runs in 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 other parks. So uh, you know I think the power is going to come. I, I don't. Hopefully they they don't get him. Nobody gets in his ear where he's changing his swing and going for uh, you know trying to lift the ball. Just uh, keep doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, and. and- the the thing is the league will catch up the the book on him will get out they will find the holes in his swing he will uh eventually start to strike out a little more we've seen it we know that there's going to be that regression but uh as of right now you got to ride it for what it is and and you know i'd be running him out there in right field every day and and making sure so uh yeah oscar gonzalez uh, still a bright spot right now We'll, we'll see what it's like um on the road for him uh, over the next nine games because it's going to get tough real soon. Yeah, and uh, you know it's you know definitely like all young players, but it's nice to see you know kind of the young guys like uh, you know w- with Owen Miller and and uh, Stephen Kwan. You know they had those great starts. They kind of cooled off, and now they're coming back. You know they're trying. You, you're starting to see you know where they really kind of play or where they fit on on the major league scale of players you know you're starting to see that that talent level off and maybe find a place you know just what kind of players they really are yeah what's it that tito always said hitters always get to their level i I think we're we're finding that out with some of these young guys and uh (laughs) if that's the case so uh, there's no telling where jose ramirez is going to wind up but the young guys uh we know we know just about where to expect them to to land and it's it's uh, it, it could get exciting here in the next couple of weeks. I want to talk about the idea of the upcoming schedule for the Guardians, and it is not uh, it is not for the faint of heart. It is uh, it's going to be grueling. This starts with a nine game uh, road trip in what I believe ten over the next ten days. Uh, it starts in Colorado. They go to L.A. and then back to Minnesota. They get the Minnesota Twins uh, several times over the next three weeks. So. Uh, right now sitting three games behind the twins in the AL central, uh, and, and Chicago's having its own struggles right now. Uh, what does the next 22 games really look like for Cleveland and, and where they could wind up? Yeah, that's a good, you know, that's a good point, Joe, you know, this, they're, they're coming off this stretch where they played a lot of teams that were under 500 that were struggling and they took advantage of it for the most part, they did a nice job. Now, you know, you kind of get into the meat of the schedule, even Colorado, you know, they don't have a winning record and they've struggled, but that's a tough place to play. If you're, if, if you're unfamiliar with that field, the elevation, the outfield is so big, you know, so they have a distinct advantage there, the Rockies and what the Dodgers and the twins are hot. Then Boston, you know, you, you play Boston, Boston comes to Cleveland, they've turned it around. Then, then Minnesota's comes to Cleveland. So, you know, you're really getting a, a pretty good, uh, when, when you get through with this stretch, we'll, we'll you know, we'll have a, a better idea of just what kind of club um, the Guardians are and just what, how, how serious of a contender they'll be. Yeah, that next, uh, that next homestand, then uh, the Red Sox are in, the Twins for five games, and then you get a weekend series uh, with the Yankees. Uh, and after that, you go to Detroit, where you've got July 4th, uh, a doubleheader on July 4th on a Monday. Uh, just, you know, a, a stretch where they're going to really be, determine what the the rest of the season could look like. And, you know, could this be, you know, whether, it, whether they're going to be buyers or sellers at the uh, 
at the trade deadline. It, it, you get through that stretch, you're going to know where you are in the standings pretty much because of having played Minnesota, uh, but you're also going to have gone up against Boston and New York and, and, and LA who are all going to be playoff teams. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, it's going to be a test. Uh, you know, you've got uh, the twins are playing well, the Dodgers are kind of struggling, but you know, they're loaded. Uh, Boston, like we said, has, has turned it around the twins, you know, really kind of, you know, well, I know they got shut out by Tampa uh, yesterday, but they, you know, they, they have, they they played well, you know, they, they're, they're and then uh, you have the doubleheader in Detroit, like you were saying, Kansas city is, you know, the uh, guardians have played well there. Then you got Kansas city, the white Sox, and Detroit again, going into the break. So yeah, you the know. last the last fifteen games uh, heading into the the All Star break are all division games against the Tigers, Royals, uh, White Sox, and Tigers again. So uh, you know, a lot of a lot of what's left to be determined about the division is is right out there in front of them, right before the All Star break. Definitely. And uh, so we'll see, you know, we'll see uh, just what kind of club this is. Uh, you know, you've got to be encouraged with the way they played to, to this point. You know, they've won the games they were supposed to win in this in this stretch. You know, they let a couple get away in Detroit, but, you know, it, it's still, you know, still encouraging. And, uh, you know, you've got to like the way Bieber has pitched. You've got to like the way Quantrill has pitched. McKenzie still is pitching in tough luck. I mean, he can't keep – if he keeps the ball in the park, Joe, what, he's he's on a three-game winning streak, a three- or four-game winning streak. If he keeps the game in the park, he's among the best in the AL over, uh, you know, his last 10 starts. I, I just think he he's – his batting average against and uh, his ability to strike guys out right now, it, it's – among the best in the in the American League, so uh, up to this point in the in the season, you've got to keep looking at uh, you know. There, Tito said his any anytime they can buy him a day off, and they they rearrange the schedule for him. So you know they're going to keep him healthy. This is the this is really going to be the first time he's going to go wire to wire. You know, in a season, you know, making thirty starts or so. You want to make sure he's healthy at the end of the year. Uh, so that's another thing to keep in in, in mind with Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, and uh, you know what he's given up. I think eleven home runs. Nine of them have been solos. <laughs> solos aren't supposed to beat you, but they've beaten him. So hopefully, you know, he gets a little more run support, and he keeps the ball in the park. And uh, you know, you get that rotation rolling. And you know, Savali is supposed to make, I think, a rehab start here Tuesday, maybe for Columbus. You know, Franmo Reyes is supposed to be out. Uh, join Columbus then too. So, uh, you know, they've got those, you know, you've got that to look forward to, you know, Savali and, and Reyes rejoining the uh, club at some point. Quincy, I got to tell you, uh, I spent the weekend uh, out in Michigan with my son's uh, baseball team playing in a, a, they were playing in a tournament and we had the opportunity on Saturday night to watch a minor league game, uh, the Western Michigan Whitecaps against the Lansing Lugnuts. And, <laughs> I'm telling you, for a, we did it sort of spur of the moment with the team, and uh, you know, $15 tickets, and they give you a hot dog and a and a and a, and a, a soft drink, and the the entertainment was every bit of that $15. You 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 got it in, in entertainment value. We got to see a guy shot out of a cannon. It was <laughs> we got the, we got the human cannonball and fireworks at the end of the night, and and the home team won on a walk off uh, sacrifice fly. After uh, you know a great pitchers duel up until that point, 
Uh, got to see some some really good young players. You know what the thing that stood out the most to me was the the bases, the the, the new oversized bases. They look like cartoonish out there. I, it's going to look weird when those things read when, when it gets to the big leagues next year with the oversized bases. It, it the, the they looked really unusual, but the rest of it was it was fun to watch. Great seats, great entertainment value. The Western Michigan uh, Whitecaps. Uh, really put on a great show, and it was uh, a, a real special night for the team out there. Well, that's great. That's great. You know, minor league baseball. That's you know, that's why it's thriving. You know, so that's great. That's oh, uh, well, you, you all the talk about the contraction and you know, cutting back on the number of teams. The the teams that have remained and have they've, they've invested money in ballparks and the experience is top shelf right now. Uh, it's you can't you can't get a better value for your, your, your family or your, your kids or your team or whatever. So I definitely, uh, you know, encourage you guys to get out, uh, go see a Lake County captains game. Uh, this was high a, so this was the same, uh, same division as the captains, uh, double a, you know, all the talent in, in, uh, in Cleveland's organization right now is, is at the rubber ducks, uh, in Akron at double a. So, uh, get out and uh, go see it. It's a lot, of, a lot of fun. Uh, there's my, uh, there's my two cents about uh, minor league baseball this week. Uh, did did right. the players like it, Joe? Did they? Did the uh, players? Did... The boys were going crazy. They they they, they just thought it was uh, it was the the most fun they've ever had. So uh, again, I will uh, will keep track of this the start of this big nine game road trip. Uh, Hoynesy's heading out uh, Colorado, L.A. and and Minnesota uh, should be a fun trip. Uh, Hoynesy, good to talk to you. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow. Uh, right before the Guardians and the Rockies uh, get together at Co- uh, Coors Field. All right, Joe. Take care, bud.